Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Welcome, everybody, Prodigal and the Priest, and me, recording our rendition of the question segments of Prodigal and the Priest and me. They can submit questions two places, right? Um, website, sanamparish.org slash PTP, and our Gmail account, which is prodigalandthepriest at gmail.com, or if you're lucky enough to know us some other way, our cell phone or, or one of that, I, I've had people text me questions before. So it's always fun getting those. We appreciate all those and try to do our best to get to those. And some of them just evoke so much stuff that we're like, oh, we might make this into a future episode. So like um, we did last time. Yeah. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to check that out. Hit that little um, bell on YouTube up in the corner to subscribe. There's a little, oh. there's a little bell. Is that what that's for? It's for notifications, but you can hit it to subscribe up there. So cool. we're so glad to have everybody. And uh, yeah, you ready to jump into it? Let's do it. So this first one, they wanted you, Father Paul, to ask. Mm. So the tables are turned. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Wish we had a dun dun dun. I might. Trap. Do we? I'm going to uh, wait. Uh, and uh, so. No, I got nothing. Okay. I'll work on that. All right. Well, the question is, in your opinion, what type of philosophy is most useful or needed in today's world? Metaphysics, epistemology, or value theory? Thank you, Cooper, for your question. Joey, your thoughts. <laughs> I believe he actually said, <laughs> what's the actual wording here, though? He said, Father Paul wanted your opinion. Yeah, uh, he was like, Father Paul, I want your opinion. But before you explain what these are, Joey should try to answer this. Well, literally. That would be a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Little does Cooper Mahalski know, I did have to take one philosophy course. Which now. is one more class than I took in Disney movies, by the way. There you go. We're turning the tables on that. We're turning the tables. But so. you've already got the upper hand. Um, yeah. Or was Unfair it two classes advantage. I had to do? I don't know. I had to do one or two. Um, I, I specifically remember philosophy of the human person in it. And um, so mine are like very basic explanations. But um, Metaphysics. Oh, me- you, was you, that the first, was that one, the first one he talked about? It was. It was metaphysics, uh, epistemology, So like and metaphysics, study of nature, uh, epistemology, study of knowledge, and then, um, what do you say, value theory? Really, study of ethics, right? Moral goods, right? Generally, yeah, yeah. Gen- I, no, I mean, that's there. not like diving into them deep. But we'll just like, dive a little bit deeper right. into what you mean by study of nature, because I think that that might be confusing for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about, like, botany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, study of nature is the... In reference to the natural laws, right, that we... Um, like things that have always existed um, mm-hmm. and so that we can come to know the truth through those and something like that. So, I mean, oh that's God. pretty impressive for like six, eight years of not like doing philosophy. Come on. Would most people know those three? Come on. 
Come on, uh, you gotta give me something. Okay, no. So value theory, I think you can just guess that it has something to do with morality. Right, but I said ath- ethics. Yeah. yeah. So I even use I, I use an upper level word there, Epi- ethics. Oh, ethics. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. uh, epistemology, I think you can also guess that because it's just common really? enough. Oh yeah. Study of knowledge. Yeah, episteme. Or oh yeah, yeah. Because that's me. I'm <laughs> like, oh, episteme. I know. Hey, see, episteme. <laughs> it's a Greek word, not an Italian word. <laughs> like, but metaf- uh, metaphysics is like knowing how things exist. The study of being. There you go. And you were right in saying yeah, take nature. that, Cooper. You, yeah, you listening? Cooper. Cooper. Wait, no, I'm not defending you on yeah. this. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Good question, Cooper. We value your question. Really, though, the question is, which one do we need the most and why? Which I'm like, I don't know, probably all of them. Ethics, though, like value theory, I don't know. Like all of them, but like what does the average person need? I think we need a lot more morality and ethics. Yeah. um, I don't know. But our morality is based on like our understanding of metaphysics. Metaphysics is like above or before physics. Physics is the study of the natural world, Mm. right? Um, And metaphysics is could mean like above that as in like a higher study a more abstract study yeah or like a a pre you could also have it go kind of horizontally before on the Mm -hmm. timeline you're talking to me like i care yeah (laughs) um so i don't know what's most useful and needed well all of it right yeah it is kind of all of it i would say metaphysics because everything derives from that and it's really hard to push an argument even from morality past a certain point if you have like wildly different metaphysical claims by the way i just realized this metaphysics does not mean the study of the supernatural like if you went into a barnes and noble bookstore or whatever other bookstore um they'll always have like a philosophy and metaphysics section but by metaphysics there that means something like the occult or some like Mm -hmm. weird stuff First of all, don't get into that. Second of all, that's not what we mean by yeah, metaphysics. Yeah, yeah. No. We mean what Aristotle and St. Thomas Aquinas meant. That's why I said which the is a study, study of, na- of being. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's why I toss out the word. But the word... No, the nature n- is the right nature word to is, use. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's, yeah. that's all my But it doesn't mean use. like right. butterflies, except yeah, yeah. insofar as or they like, exist. Yeah. Also butterflies. Right. We weren't like, hey, this is how Bambi came about. That's a Disney movie, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Thank you. Um <laughs> So I don't know. I think like just to wrap this question up, if you did any one of those uh, the right way, that's being way oversimplistic. People who are into philosophy are going to be like, what is this guy even talking about? Um, but if you did any of those in a solid way that was uh, in tune with Catholic teaching, mm-hmm. I think it would help <laughs> the world tremendously. Yeah. But if you're saying like absolutely which one is the most important, that if it was – uh, held as common knowledge, the conclusions of this science um, in our culture, which one would make the biggest difference? I would say actually metaphysics, because that would also affect our ethics. But obviously, our world right now is running rampant in ethical things more so than like abstract matters of abstract thought. Yeah, it's actually if you read Romans one, uh, Saint Paul says something very interesting about it there. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Go, go read it. All, actually, a uh, little interesting story tidbit. So I remember this specifically. I don't remember who the person was, um, but I felt like I had a moral conundrum when I was taking my philosophy class because on the final, 
I saw somebody cheat in front of me. Mm. And it's mm. like, what do you do? I was almost, I would not almost, I was more distracted by that than my actual final. Um, I think I at least got to see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. I mean, I average. Mean, here. Yeah. I mean, like they hired me. I mean, I have a degree. <laughs> so, but like. Over, under. <laughs> what did Joey get on his <laughs> philosophy? Philosophy final? probably was not as good as, like my theology catechetics was pretty much a four, catechetics 4-0. Mm. theology out of what out of four i'm sorry that the roman system (laughs) yeah 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 we use the 10 point system over in rome and we give oral exams and Uh. all this stuff (laughs) anyway but that was an interesting experience like i felt like i was living out value theory right in front of me of like what maybe the teacher planted it i (laughs) maybe that's why i did bad i mean i didn't take this class but the the class above me for their ethics class um like there were things like that that the teacher planted that's crazy um it was like the whole class is a laboratory right. for the forging of the understanding of ethics <laughs> i was gonna it give us like awesome. a, a cl- clap and applause because we were like so quick on that question <laughs> yeah, and then anymore. i went into a story and a tangent and all that anyway so yeah, for once it wasn't me <laughs> actually once. we're pretty 50 50 on that yeah so 60 40 yeah cooper can't, can't even wrap that up thanks for the question all right anonymous thank you cooper asks uh why did it take so long for jesus actually do you want to read them do you feel like empowered yeah, i feel like no this is my time now this is <laughs> anonymous <laughs> this is your time why did it take so long for jesus to come from the fall to the exiles to all the prophets <laughs> and then the long gap. <laughs> what are you reading? To the nativity. That's the question. Why did it take so long? Am I not supposed to read the whole question? From the fall to the exiles. No, you're you like, just like, get traumatic when yeah, you read. Okay. To the exiles. Did the human race need to mature and grow so much in order to be truly ready for the Messiah? Maybe God had set up the sacrifices and ceremonies, read of the old law, in order to make us truly understand enough in order to be truly able to understand Jesus' sacrifice. Maybe I just don't get it because God's outside of time and space, (laughs) and he just sees it totally different than I do. Thank you, Anonymous. So that question. Yeah, uh, what was your first authentic response? You said it when we were, like, looking (laughs) over this. You're like, man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need to make into a drop. Man, I don't know. Um, Yeah. no, it's like, okay, there's a couple of different ways to go about answering this, but it's if you were, were to boil this question down, and it is a good question, but if you were going to boil it down into like its essence, mm-hmm. which metaphysics studies. Yeah, 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 I was waiting for that. Um, why did God do things the way he did them? And the question to that, or the answer to questions like that is never because it was necessarily something right it's never a question of necessity it's a question of you know let's try and understand the fittingness of why god did this because god is completely free he is all-powerful nothing constrains him in any way there is no necessity um Mm -hmm. and so why did it take so long for jesus to come well seems to me that it's probably a combination of his patience with us with our sinfulness and so this this bit in here about the human race needing to mature and grow in terms of like our understanding of who we are yeah Mm -hmm. probably that's part of it yeah um 
I agree with that. Yeah. It's, I mean, the, the prophets, not just the prophets, who says in the fullness of time? Jesus himself, right? John Somebody Paul in the... <laughs> yes. John Paul II. <laughs> Jesus um, himself, yes. Yeah. Talks about... Well, I'm thinking of uh, Hebrews 1.1. 1, 1. In many and varied ways, God has spoken to us through the prophets and, you know... Other, Which, like, hot take. And patriarchs and stuff. Who, like right now on the spot, who wrote the book of Hebrews? Like what's your belief? Okay. Are, are you forcing me to choose and not yeah. be ag- agnostic on yeah. this? I kind of think if I had to choose somebody, I would say a companion of St. Paul. You don't go St. Paul himself? I don't know. It's, I mean, I've, I've read it in the Greek. Soft so flex. just in case our listeners Soft don't flex. know, Hebrew, the book of Hebrews. Written in Greek. Written in Greek. <laughs> in case they don't know that from what we <laughs> no, just said. No, it's confusing. Right, right, right. And then, um, yeah, the book of Hebrews in Greek. Um, yeah, author unknown. Yeah, author unknown. And some people, though, hold that St. Paul did write it. Some, some people, people say do. a companion of St. Paul. There's but debate. unlike most of the debates, so there's a lot of debates where it's like the church and the whole Christian tradition has held that it was this person and the modern scholarship says, oh, we're not sure. Um, that's this is not one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This goes back to people like Saint Jerome and before him Origen, like very very early biblical scholars mm-hmm. from the first centuries after Christ, being like, yeah, we're not really sure. Like it's good, it's definitely good, but <laughs> is, really is, sure. was that all in the text? <laughs> yeah. Was it just like that? It was like this is good, guys. Thumbs up, two thumbs way up, but not sure. No, and so in, in the formation of the can, the recognition of like which books are inspired by the Holy Spirit and which aren't. Right. Hebrews was always one of the ones kind of on the margin, not because so much about the content, but more because we didn't know who wrote it. And mm. authorship is an extremely important thing when it comes to verifying like does this derive from the eyewitnesses right so apostolic authorship or companions of the apostles successors of the apostles whatever but going back to the question like the same answer could be given if because you could flip it and say why hasn't he come back yet people Mm, people would also say that right like I don't know flip the question. Yeah, what would what would we say to that? And I would say, yeah, Yeah. I don't know if like (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if humanity is ready. I don't know if it's a good. You know, we don't know God's ways, God's timing. Yeah, like I think I think though it is more helpful to think of it as like rather than are we ready? It's we're probably not. Wait. What am I trying to say? You're saying we're not ready, so he's delaying so out he's of being his mercy. Patient and yes, that's what I'm trying to say, and I just yeah. messed it up. But yeah. but yeah, I I mean that seems to be the tone of the scriptures. Right. Um But somebody general. I've heard argue is like, okay, so the world got so bad, he created the flood, all of that, why not send Jesus then? I don't know, man. <laughs> there you go. So anonymous, thank you for this question. I hope you're still a <laughs> subscriber after it. Um, Brian asks, uh, really enjoying the PTP podcast. That's Prodigal and the Priest. Is it not weird that we don't add in the and or no, like Prodigal and like we do it, PTP for the, but like is that just me? You know, like wouldn't it be P A T P? I mean, we could technically. 
No, it's we're not easier gonna, to say PTP. Yeah, we're gonna say PTP. Why not but. go? Why not add a the before the prodigal? Because it's prodigal and the priest. Why isn't it the po- prodigal and the priest? Well, so I it wanted it. I think I wanted T-P-A-T-P. it to be that. Right? T-P. Is that what you want? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> if I change it, you would literally have no opinion. Wait, I'm supposed to read the questions. Okay. No, I'm reading this one. <laughs> so really enjoying the PTP podcast, learning a lot and enjoying getting to know both of you guys better through the podcast. Good. My question is about the Gnostic Gospels. Father Paul, <laughs> like usual, Father Paul, did you learn more detail about these while studying in Rome? Question mark, question mark, anything you enjoyed about them? Question mark, anything that you found interesting about them? Question mark, thank you guys for all you're doing. I've shared this with several guys in my Exodus 90 group. They've enjoyed them as well. And P.S., we're still rooting for Stella Scancella. Stella! Hey! For my wife that's listening, you're welcome. <laughs> she is like... We're all rooting for <laughs> you and Stella. Right. But, you know, she did give a little hope in the sense, not towards Stella, but... So September 23rd Ooh. is the Feast of Padre Pio. Uh-huh. So we're like, man, so if like, she wanted Pia. to labor that day, we might do Pia. Yeah. I mean, but it's pretty solid. Pajama is off the table. Uh, yeah, we really liked it, but just yeah, I, I think Sophia was an early like Johnna or something, or I don't know. <laughs> Listen, other... People in Texas already have a hard enough time <laughs> saying Dominic and Francesca. <laughs> they literally have a hard enough time saying <laughs> Joey. Like whenever I'm like, "Hey, my name's Joey," they're like, "Okay, what's up, Joe?" I'm like, "No, well, I said Joe. okay, whatever." So Gnostic yeah. op- Gospels, what do you got? Yeah, okay, let me just... And break that down a little bit. You know, like, people are like, uh, did you say agnostic? No, gnostic. No, gnostic. Gnostic is the Greek word meaning knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, know, like, just how I uh, reasoned out, uh, you know, the the Greek word for... (laughs) No, I actually uh, know what these are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, but just that's, that's what that word means. By the way, agnostic has the same word in it gnosis knowledge but the the a on the fun is front is called a privative a it means it it f- inverts the word it makes it negative so it means unknowing that's why people are like i'm not gonna say i don't know they're agnostic right okay gnostic gospels yes i did learn uh enough about them in rome but i'm also reading a book where they were mentioned right now and i think that that's a really helpful perspective on them it's called uh <laughs> it's by brant petrie I've mentioned it before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's called The Case for Jesus. Uh, really worth looking up. It's a very accessible book. Um, but yeah, so the Gnostic Gospels refer to these other Gospels, purported Gospels, um, that were floating around. Like Matthew, Mark, mm-hmm. Luke, and John were not the only things that called themselves Gospels. They're the only things accepted by the church as authentically reflecting uh, the true belief about Jesus. And um, and deriving from the eyewitness of the apostles, um, but there were these other uh, other writings, and they're called the Gnostic Gospels. And so, like, there's one called the Proto Evangelion of James, um, which means like the pre gospel. That one's kind of all right. There's some there's some good stuff in there. There's some kind of background on um, Mary and 
mm-hmm. her parents Joe Kim and Ann. That's where we get the name Joe Kim from. Awesome. First of all, that's like as a as a written source testimony. Um, and so it's not to say that like the Gnostic Gospels have nothing to say, but some of them are really weird. Like they go off and start describing like young Jesus as this capricious like demigod or something mm-hmm. who just you know some some little little kids are teasing him and he just like like uses his power to strike yeah. that <laughs> like jesus as like hercules magician. mini hercules <laughs> yeah but hercules with a bad temper like <laughs> like they just don't reflect anything of our faith um and they reflect a lot more about early uh gnosticism these are like it's a syncretistic type of religion where you take elements from all sorts of different things and draw them together there's plenty of modern forms of this by the way okay uh i've run into some sort of christian ish groups that aren't actually they don't really believe anything about christianity but they use all the terms right and sometimes they even dress in the same way as people do in christianity like like priests and nuns and stuff they'll like they'll adopt that kind of dress um but they don't believe anything what we about what we actually believe in Christianity, um, right. and that's that's the same with early Gnosticism. There's many different forms of it. These are called the Gnostic Gospels because they have elements in common with that kind of thing with Gnosticism, which privileges a secret knowledge given only to a few. That's why it's called Gnosticism, mm-hmm. um, a secret knowledge given only to a few, which is salvific and. I guess the rest, you know, forget about it. That's so, not so cr- that's so the opposite of Christianity, where right. everything is given and made very clear yep. to public revelation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's man, isn't it so crazy languages? Like and this is for me who I don't appreciate languages, okay? No, so not at all. But like just so close that the like the gnostic gospels to like the agnostic where it's like there's just this little change, such a big difference, you know, of what okay. we mean. I don't know. Just, yeah. just a personal reflection when you were talking. Oh, it's beautiful. Me, like, I can yeah. see that your eyes were just like totally glazed <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just like but w- gnostic, is th- agnostic. So I'm sure though people would say, uh, and I don't know if um, I my follow-up to this would be, so is, is this where like the member when it became popular, you might've been in Rome and maybe it was an American thing. Um, the gospel of Judas, right. Or the gospel of, uh, Thomas. wasn't there Thomas? Um, like those were the big American ones, right? Like that's where these fit. Yeah. No, that's, okay. that's what just we're talking wanted, about. Yes. Yeah. Good. Just want to bring in clarification. that clarification for so, people to say that's where they fit. And the church, but at the end, like church really, they're not, <laughs> it's not divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. Are they saying, though, don't read them? You should, you know, I think that's what a lot of people want to know. They're, they they understand it's not like the Bible saying, here's the here's sacred scripture inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's one of the pillars we hold our faith on. Like, yeah. you know, sacred scripture, um, sacred tradition. But what do they do? Are they allowed to read those? Are they allowed to, you know, like, allowed uh, is mean, a tough word. Yeah, allowed yeah. is, it's a... Yeah. Should they? Okay, so here's the thing. Um... You can see this too with, uh, you could ask the same question about like TV series about the life of Christ. I've heard that The Chosen is very good. I haven't I've seen it. I've heard it as well. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen Whatever. it. Whatever. Maybe it is. But most of them aren't that good and they start blending stuff 
in kind of a weird way. Jesus and, always has a British accent. <laughs> or Australian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like if you're if you're reading or watching any of these things mm-hmm. and you come away and you're like, that's my main picture of what happened now, I would say don't read it and read the scriptures more. Right. Because if it's going to influence you that much is what I'm yeah. hearing you say. is like if right. that's going to change your perspective, change the way you're living your life for Christ that much, it'd be like, it's like when the whole member, when the whole the Da Vinci Code book came oh, out. Oh, exactly. The same kind of thing. Like, that, people were that like, Mary Magdalene stuff. Yeah, they're like, like oh, yeah, this that's is true. Total the church Gnostic hit it. gospel like, type yeah, stuff. Uh, um, weird things that, that aren't historical. They have value uh, when you're studying like ancient Gnosticism or you're studying it to see how it appears in culture today and stuff like that. Right. And the Proto-Evangelion of James does have a lot of historical value different than the others. It doesn't seem nearly as tainted with, with Gnosticism. If you want to know more about these, honestly, I, I, I really recommend that Brant Petrie book, yeah. uh, The Case for Jesus, because then he's got a whole chapter on it. He explains what they are how they came about, how they're different from the Gospels. Mm-hmm. And he does it in actually a very helpful way. I'd learned plenty about these before, but he pre- presents it in a very sort of simple to the point way where it's like, hmm, I like that. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so you can read about them in context of <laughs> uh, like the wealth of authentic Catholic tradition right? and, and the inspired scriptures. So, and so you see how yeah. they're different right away, but you're still learning about them. Right. I just don't want people to to read something like the Gospel of Judas and be like, "Oh man, we got it all wrong about Judas," yeah. or the Gospel of Peter, or mm. or the Gospel of Thomas, and be like, "Well, I guess Jesus just was like as a child, since we don't know anything about him as a child, right? right. It's silence in the scriptures, he was and a boy. that silence, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, we know very little." <laughs> <laughs> but but in that silence we want to fill that with something right and it's not a bad impulse but we need to be careful what we fill that with yeah and if you're if you're going around reading the gospel of thomas you're going to fill that with well he was you know like creating birds out of mud and then making them fly giving them life yeah and then like striking them down with thunderbolts from his fingers right like that's the picture of baby jesus or young jesus that you're going to have and that's not an accurate. I don't know what exactly he was doing, but he was not doing that. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's kind of my my very yeah. nuanced answer yeah, yeah. on should you. Yeah, I like to think about it like the the god of the universe was going around like kicking little puppies, you know, and stuff <laughs> right, like, no, like, 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 like that. Like, what? Yes, that's. Are you kidding me? That's you know, what he was so, doing. Anyway, um, hey, little little lightning round. These aren't on here, but there's there's some questions. I just thought it'd be fun to uh, toss them out as we finish. Uh, since the people that like don't like sports, they're like, oh, I kind of tune out when you talk about sports. I'm like, well, okay, I'll put it towards the beginning or the end. So, you, <laughs> but so full. So just skip to the end. <laughs> full warning right here with the closing minutes. I want to uh, to- toss Do out some sports. questions with. Uh, um, especially with some different sports seasons going down, right? And also football starting up. So one week of football, do you keep your answer about who will play in the Super Bowl? Do you remember who you said? Uh, I think, well, I definitely said Cowboys, and then I think I was struggling for an answer, and I was like, New England because of Bill Belichick? Mm, yes. And I actually feel better about that after seeing Cam New England Newton. week one. Pretty Crazy. good. But I would go somebody like, I have to pick the Cowboys, so Cowboys-Ravens. Okay. 
I'll stick with my original answer. What was it Chiefs and? Nah, it was uh, Saints Ravens. Saints Ravens. Remember? Yeah, I do. You're like Drew Brees. I'm calling it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Okay, MVP. After one week, who do you think is going to end as the uh, MVP? That's most valuable player. In case you didn't know what that stood for. And there's one in the uh, no. There's just one overall, right? Dude, I say Pat Pat Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes going for two. Or you think you don't think Lamar Jackson overtakes no. him? No, I think things fall apart. I think the Ravens only make it be- because they're in the <laughs> in the AFC. Did you see um, the first game of the year where yeah, things were falling apart? <laughs> um, no. No, I, I I say Pat Mahomes I, again. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a good guess. I think Christian McCaffrey. Mm. I think he's just a stud. All right. Cowboys record at the end of the year. <laughs> Your Super Bowl <laughs> winning Cowboys record. <laughs> what do they make the playoffs with? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. Yeah. They have a tough schedule. Okay. I think they're going to pull out a couple games. They're going to make up for that weird loss. Okay. I think it's going to be a dominant performance. There you go. I don't know if you heard um, the Big Ten is voting uh, to see Very if, exciting. Uh, no, football. they're not voting. They're back. Oh, the vote already happened? Update. There was a vote. Yeah, it's like October 24th. They're coming back. It happened today. Okay, there you go. Breaking news. I was reading it last night. In preparation, one of us has to prepare for the podcast. You prepared for these uh, lightning round questions? There you go, yeah. Um, So does that change? Like, Do you know college football teams enough to guess who's going to win it all? Well, does it – I mean, do they have a championship this year? Like – they normally would because i'd imagine so right because there's so much fluff in the schedule you're saying will the big 10 be allowed into like the yeah they're only gonna play six games i i would say yes like so you look and you say okay they're gonna play six games but these other teams are gonna play these i don't know that's for the college football committee to think about but all right whatever clemson (laughs) clemson yeah no i i want to say lsu because i like lsu quite a lot that's like one of the only college teams I like, but mm. Joe Burrow was fantastic, and he's in the NFL now. So, I'm going to go Clemson. <laughs> so, and yeah. I'll, I don't even know who the the new QB is. Yeah, me that shows how much I care uh, about college football. Given that I do like LSU, yeah, and I still don't know who the QB is. I think Bama bounces back. We'll see. Uh, and what, Ohio State? Yeah, I was Are gonna they going to let Ohio State come in? That's what I'm saying. Like, you got Ohio State, you got Michigan, you got Penn State. They've been good these last few years. Like, right. you got some big questions there. Okay. And then uh, last one. Fun. We'll just toss in another sport. Um, who's going to the World Series? Do you know American <laughs> League and National League? Should I break it down for you? Because uh, you got eight Dodgers-Yankees. I still think it's Dodgers-Yankees. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm you don't think hard. the Yankees are going to make? I'm it? a diehard Yankees fan, but I'm also I know Yankees fans are lot, like realists. They're like we we no, get on like our, a six game winning streak after like a fourteen game losing streak. Yeah, but yeah, but that was like terrible. <laughs> we have had a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries I think if they get healthy, back. I think if they get healthy, I think that could be a possibility. I do kind of feel like though with the shortened season, this could be the Oakland A's year. Calling like a little bit of a dark horse, being like, okay. they're always right there with the whole money yeah. ball thing. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, man, I think in the, but I, 162 games and then the playoffs and all this stuff, it's like, I just, 
I get the sense it's going to be A's versus Dodgers. Dodgers are going to win. Okay. <laughs> not going to fight me on it. You're not <laughs> not in. And last but not least, NBA. Dude. So, I'm yeah. so happy. You're just saying we were comments text, on the NBA. We were, text, we were texting <laughs> um, each other. Man, watching the Nuggets knock out the Clippers was crazy. so such a joyful experience. Um, yeah, crazy. I mean, I think a lot of people just wanted to see the Clippers play the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. That's the only fine. negative. Yeah, in I the did kind of want to like, see it too, but I also, but you know, I also just yeah, hate hated all the LA teams and yeah. especially the Clippers because they knocked out the Mavs and turns out that they're huge jerks and we never knew. Yeah. And they were just trying to injure Luca. I guess. That's my hot go. sports take. Um, I don't think the East wins it. So, Do you even think um, they make it competitive? Well, I don't know. Because like, Miami has a lot of spunk. Yeah, they do. Surprising amount of spunk. Okay, this is this is my pick. Um, what do you got? I'm trying to decide between my actual realist pick and what I want to happen. Just give both. Go. I just think the Lakers win it. That's not what I want to happen. I think the Lakers sweep the finals. Yeah, I think they sweep the finals. I think they win in I don't know, five or six against the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah I think and it so. might even might even be you know four. Yeah, and I think Boston uh, and Miami there they'll go they'll go a while. They'll go a while. They'll beat I think it, Miami beat each wins other probably. But. Yeah. So on behalf of Prodigal and the Priest and me, this is Joey Scancella, Father Paul Bechter. Take care. God bless.